had some scripture on her heart this week. Uh, as much as I've studied and read it, I still don't know. I still don't know what to say. <laughs> I thank the Lord for, uh, as it's already been said, uh, for the revival, and thankful for what He's done. As a, a thought kept coming to her heart, and if you want to turn over to Proverbs, uh, the twenty-fifth chapter, it's very familiar um, scripture, and it just uh, it just continuously rolled over in my heart uh, during the meeting and. And uh, I, I thought so much, so much on it, and, and we'll just try to mind the Lord this morning. Uh, we want to read in the in the twenty fifth chapter, and want to maybe start in the in the twenty first verse. It said, "If thine if thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat, and if he be thirsty, give him water to drink." For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. The north wind driveth away rain, so doth an angry countenance a backbiting tongue. It is better to dwell in the corner of the housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. As cold waters to a thirsty soul so is good news from a far country. A righteous man falleth down before the wicked as a, as a troubled fountain and a corrupt spring. It is not good to eat much honey, so, so, for, so, so for men to search their own glory is not glory. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. And and these verses has just been on my heart. I, I thought about it as Gerald was a preaching there a couple of different nights on this. Uh, you think about that first verse I read, 21st. It said, If thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. And... Uh, it goes on down in that 25th verse. He said, As cold waters to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. A righteous man falling down before the wicked is as a troubled fountain and a corrupt spring. And you think on these scriptures right here a little bit, and, 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 and there's things, uh, this world is, is, a, is an even enemy of the church. Our old flesh is an enemy of the church. It's an enemy of God. All of these things are. And you think on that and, 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 and what he told us, he said, if the enemy be hungry, he said, give him bread to eat. And if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. And there's got to be some things that we have in our life that we've got something to give people. Uh, even our enemies, God. We, a lot of times, it's easiest for us to want to give to people that's good to us, give to people uh, that we like and things like that. But you get to thinking about these people out here in this world that we need to be giving some things to that we might not even like. That may be against us, may be fighting us, may be coming against the church. And, 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 and how important that is uh, 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 to be able to give things like that because you think about what he said on down in that is cold waters 
is to us thirsty souls, so is good news from a far country. It's mentioned, Mark mentioned this morning about uh, people with riches and people with all the things of this world and they seem like they're faring so good in the natural things of this world. And a lot of times when you get to looking and diving just a little deeper into their lives, they, they're as miserable a people as you'll ever find. They're filling their life up full of, of the worldly goods and full of the, the, the natural pleasures, but there is something missing in their life. And, and, and as I got to thinking on this, and just pray, Lord, just help me just a little bit this morning here, and I know He will. But you think about this, I got to thinking, the more I, I thought and I prayed over this, I got to thinking about, about, about bread and about water, and you get to, you get to thinking on that just a little bit, and, and, and what, what, what do we need to sustain us in this life? You need bread and you need water, don't you? You ain't going to survive without it. You may go longer without the bread than you do the water. I think that I, I think you can go three days from what I looked up without water and survive. That's not long. But I got to thinking on those things there. That's, that's something uh, that it takes to sustain man naturally in this body. Well, you look at you look, and we know that there's a fleshly side and there's a spiritual side to man, ain't there? And 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 you think about uh, the spiritual side of man. You can be fair and as good as you can in your old natural. And, and, and we can sit amongst people, and I know we've thought of it a lot of times, we can be sitting amongst people, and you don't really know what's going on in that person's life and in their heart and in their world. They can be as miserable going through as hard a time as anybody's ever went through and never showing it on the outside. Never letting it be known. So, so you think about that. There's, there's an old flesh that's a fight in every one of us. And uh, somebody without the Lord, Jim, somebody that ain't got God, they're fighting that this old flesh with, with, with their old natural mind and their own natural being. That's why that it's so important for the church to be where she ought to be in her life. That's why it's so important that we should keep sin as, as best we can at the light of our life and keep ourselves walking a walk with God that we can be as close as we can because we never know who's going to need a drink of water. We never know who's going to need a morsel of bread. This time of my life, Renee, when I was thirsty, you know what thirst is, Linda? It's a, if you look it up, it's a, it's a painful sensation that's loaded for, 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 for water. It's something that's actually painful. You get thirsty, David, and it hurts. And you long for that. And you thrive for that. And a lot of us, I know, been out, we've been to points when we've been really thirsty out in this world. And you just, you just about drink out of a mud hole, wouldn't you? You get, you get so thirsty that you just about drink out of anything, won't you? I've been there. I don't know if it's him has or not, but I've been out there, Chad, and I guarantee you have. Working in days college sometimes and it gets so hot and you just about drink anything. Well, I want you to understand we've got a world today that's so thirsty for something to fill that thing down on the inside. They're trying to find something that will fill that spot as I believe it was Mark was talking about. There's a, there's a hole down in there that only Jesus will fill. There's a hole down in there that only He 
can, 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 can make up what's needful for it. But there's a world out here that's a drinking out of mud holes trying to fill it. They're a drinking from everything this world can offer. <coughs> they won't quench it. So they keep drinking and they keep drinking. And I'm not just talking alcohol, I'm not just talking drugs, I'm talking, it could be, it could be a lot of material things in this life that we're filling our world with. Trying our best, David, to fill a void that it won't even touch. That's why revival is so important. We've got objects. We've got needs. We've got people in this world that needs the church. And we need to have ourselves in a place where when they need a drink of water, we're able to give them one. They need to realize the well down at the house of God is still running full. She ain't going dry to barren land. She's an ever flowing a fountain of water that's a coming up springing unto everlasting life. We've got to have a new time where we feel like the church is failing and the church is diminishing. I know Collins are talking about numbers this morning. I'll be honest with you, I'd love to see that board just blow up with numbers, but I ain't worried about it. You know what my job is, what God called me to do? To preach the gospel. Then numbers will come. But I'm going to tell you, they come a time. Uh, Tommy isn't talking about what that old uh, the virus going through does. You want me to tell you something? There come a time in Gideon's army when the Lord sent them out. He sent them out and he got it down to the ones that was going to stay in the battle. I'm going to tell you, if it takes a, a little old bug to get you out of the house of God, they wasn't much holding you in there anyway. Sunday school this morning. We went through six things that God hated. And that very first was a proud look. Lord, I want nothing to do with my pride. And if I ever want to get rejected, then I need then, then if I got pride in my life, that's the very way to do it. But these people in this world is thirsty. And they need what the church has got.
She saw a man there. She asked her to draw him some water. I'll get into that for a minute. <laughs> you can read over in the book of Isaiah, the 55th chapter, very familiar. He said, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me, here and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. I think a lot of times as I, as I, as I read that, and I think on that right there, you, you, you think about back over in the Word of God where the Lord told them that they had to eat His flesh and drink of His blood. And they said that that was a hard saying, said, who could hear it? But most of the time, those people, what they were after was what was going to feed their flesh. And what was going to bring them natural sustenance. But the Lord was telling them, said, you're going to have to follow me and you're going to have to eat of me. To be able to find that eternal, that everlasting bread. I'm great today that too many are running around on the Lord to do feed flesh. They want the help of the old, the old natural, but they don't want the spiritual fixed. But everybody, when they get thirsty, wants a drink. I want them to see what I'm drinking is better than what they're drinking. I want them to see joy in my life. I'm a happy man. The, sorrow, the most things in this life that makes me sorrowful is watching this sinful world go through what it's going through unnecessarily. When there's hope. There's hope in my Jesus, Julian. There's joy. There's peace in Him. There's happiness beyond what this world can ever offer. Did you hear the testimony of that young lady back there who's got them children sitting in her lap? She's thankful for how she's raised. She's thankful for a mom and daddy that prayed. Through everything that we will face in this life, if we could, if we could just fall back on the goodness of God, we'll get through whatever we come on, come against us. Then children will get through it the same way. Our children will get through it the same way. I'm thankful this morning for the Lord. I don't let that little woman over that way on her. Even the world in that day didn't think she was good enough to come get water when they did. You ever thought about that? She'd go out in her shame and she'd go up there when there wasn't nobody up there. Because she's ashamed in her life. 
As well, we should all be ashamed of the sin of the life. But that day she went, there's a man there that wasn't just there to condemn her and send her away without anything, but he offered her something very special. That's great saying that many times, I've thought about it so many times. She went to that well expecting what she got every time. Just an old natural drink and she'd go back. But she'd have to keep coming back. And keep coming back. And that day he offered her something. That would keep watering her the rest of her life. How good God when our people walks in the house of God. It wasn't just like it always was. They didn't just come in here and leave the same way they always did. They'd come in here and they'd see Jesus. They'd see him standing there. A Bethany never being drunk to this everlasting water. Can drink freely. Won't cost you a dime. We can spend our money on everything else in this world. And it won't bring the peace that the Lord brings. It won't bring the joy that'll only come from Him. Cold waters to a thirsty soul. You think you think about that and and, 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 and remember back to when you was lost. If you're saved today, remember back to when you was lost. And remember how miserable you were. And when the Spirit of God overflowed you. Ain't nothing ever tasted so good. Ain't nothing ever felt so great. That good news from the far country. That flood of man's soul. It's stiff as a board in here this morning. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll be honest. God's still good. He's still good. They still let nothing taste as good as He does. And I want our people to get a good drink of this one. That little woman, when she got a taste of that living water, she went away and she was telling everybody. You know what she done? She left her old natural pot sitting over there. And she ran down and she went to tell them people. She said, come see a man. Told me all the things I'd ever done. And there's many of them that believed before they ever got there to them. And then that many believed that when they got to him and they heard of him. Of his own words. Do we realize if we'd start tasting this water out to, to people and we'd start giving a drink and we'd start giving to this bread and that's what we're supposed to be giving to our enemies. 
If they're hungry, feed them. Have you ever seen such a hungry world in your life? If they're thirsty, give them water to drink. Have you ever seen a world that's any more thirsty for something in your life? Our children are facing things that I never thought they'd ever face or leave. They stop getting shoved down their throats. People are seeking for some kind of happiness in this life, but perverting everything around them trying to find joy. When there's something in between them lids right there, they can fill their soul and fill the void that the world can't. We sit around and close my vessels full of happiness. I want it pouring out of my life. Somewhere along the love the way, Joe, I want little old Drake to get a cup of that water. Somewhere along the way, I want little old Asher to get a drink of that water. Little old Joe back there. These youngins are sitting there eating. I want them to get a drink of water. I don't want them to drink of something that we're going to eat first tomorrow. I don't want them to eat of something that won't fill their belly. I want to see them make their way down an altar somewhere and dip out of the well of everlasting life. They'll fill their soul and they'll drink on it for eternity. That's all that matters in this world. Not another thing matters. My wealth, my fame, my glory, it's nothing. But my people get to drink the water. They're thirsty. They're in pain. That's what thirst is, ain't it? It's a painful sensation. I don't want them drinking from the mud hole. I don't want them eating just any old thing. You ever seen people dig through the trash and get something to eat out of it? It's that hard to watch. It's willing to eat anything. Don't wait. I'll tell you, I thought about what got my heart so stirred is every time that we would see, we'd see girls stand up there and do that. Well, it don't seem like much, does it? One little old drip of water. You know what that means to somebody in hell for they have that?
I'm not trying to drag it bad thoughts, but I want you to think of something because it stays in my mind. You go over to hospice one time and take that little old sponge and rub somebody's lips that you love just to give them just a little bit of moisture on their mouth. That's the saddest thing I ever I think, and I still see my papa sitting there trying to laugh up that thing. I think about that. You think about a man, woman, boy, or girl going to hell. Oh, they'd give anything. For that little wet sponge just to grow across the lips one time. It's reality, church. It's reality. Hell ain't no fairy tale. It ain't no joke. And these people are stepping off into it every day. I won't give them a drink of water. I won't give them a piece of bread. Before one day, David, their eyes is lifting up out of hell and they're begging for it and they can't get it. If I got to do without a little bit here, old Lazarus, all he needed was a crumb. You think me and you need any more than a crumb? No. That old rich man had everything he thought he wanted while he left here. He thought he was making it good, didn't he? Then he lifted his eyes and the table. Then he realized, I never had nothing. He wanted to just let Lazarus dip his finger and coat my tongue. That would give us on our, on our knees, I guess, what I want to say. I cry out. I want these faces out of my mind until I see them at all. I made a stand here. Baby, this church to pray for me. The thoughts of that man lifting his eyes in hell has just been gripping my soul. Church, pray for me. I've got a problem. I ain't working on the emotions this morning. I'm telling you my heart. There's been a few I've stood over this moment that I know the last account they gave me. David Woody, they lifted their eyes in hell. Don't you think every day of my life? Down in the depths of my soul, I don't hear them cry for one drop of water. to make sure that I get their thirst quenched before they ever leave this life. And I want to give them some water. I want to give them some bread. Why do I still chance? They can touch the world out here. And we've got what they need. The Word of God says if you see your brother have to need, that if you shut up your Bible with compassion, have wealth for love of God in you. If the church of God, if the born again children of God can't love the lost enough to keep our lives right and keep that where we can give them some water, then who's going to? If we can't have enough compassion 
to get our lives right in order. As I was trying to teach to them youngins this morning, instead of having an old heart like Cain had, and like that old Pharisee down there in the house of God, I'm thankful I ain't as this people. I'm glad I'm not like them. Lord, I do this. I do that. Cain brought his offering up before the Lord out there and it wasn't acceptable. And he got mad over it. He said, Cain, he said, if you do well, you're not be accepted. If not, he said, sin's lying at the door. Hey, something wrong with your life. Just get it straight. So you'll never know. You'll never know what you had to do the other day. I'm not bragging on him. But to see a grown man humble his heart before God, not caring what nobody else thinks, that's not putting yourself first. That's putting God first. That's what we need to see a little more of. That's the only way I think it's going to drink of the living water. It's for us not to be ashamed of this altar. Not be ashamed to repent. Get the sin out of our lives. We get to walking with God. I will too. Lord, I'm selfish. We don't want to change. We don't care who goes down with us. We just coming out of revival. We ought to be shouting this morning. Yes, we should. We should. This is what God laid on the heart. We say we love people. We say we love one another.
I want to know I gave every effort to pass that what I drank of. That living water. And when I go out, you might just want to say, come see your money. I don't want to tell them, come down to the community chapel. I'm the pastor. And, I, and, and I'm a great man. Because I'm not. But I want to tell them, come down here. Come see a man. Show me what I want. And then I said, And he offered me living water that I'd never thirst again. And I've not. He gave me bread that I've never hungered. And I've not. He's been with me. Friends, stuck closer than a brother. Just stuck closer than anybody else in this life. I want them to know Him. That's what God gave me.